swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Tramere Rovers, who's double dip, led to their world caving in, could be getting back to where they were in double quick time. Right then, folks, what's happening? At This is Tramia on Twitter. So this is Tramia Instant Post Match Reaction Podcast. Crawley away. Um, what the fucking hell did we just spend 90 minutes watching? 4 0 defeat. Um, at Matt Hibbert here um, on Twitter. Joined by at Paul Harper82. Paul, big mouth, big time Harper. I'm starting to think, Paul, that, and I never thought I'd say this, get Paul Harper in the dugout, is what I'm thinking. Well, I did lead the team to a cup final back yeah. in the day. So, so what well, I mean, first thoughts on. I tell you what, I'll, I'll go first. Paul, I'll give you my brief. Yeah, yeah go on. Brief thoughts. We was trying probably keep this to half an hour, shouldn't we? Because otherwise, yeah. it'll just be a, a cesspit of despair. Um, I, I just, I don't know what. Again, I thought truly after the debacle, um, against Leighton Orient a week ago, that that was rock bottom. We we couldn't play that badly again. I thought that against. Uh, the the first half against Cheltenham last month was you know surely we can't play this badly again. That was an, I, honestly I'm almost speechless. It's absolute disgrace that tonight. There's not a single player. Do you know the only one I'd say who was still trying and he was just surrounded by incompetence was the the, the young lad young for me. He was on loan. Yeah, exactly. He's on loan from Newcastle. He never stopped trying. You know, but everyone else around him, Kieran Morris, what's happened to him? Has he been replaced by like a cyborg alien version of him? He's shit. <laughs> Jay Spearden was just so off the pace, it was frightening. <clears throat> James Vaughan's just, you know, I don't know what he's supposed to do. You know, Feeney tries, and he's, you know, even him, he's known for whipping great balls in. He's getting to the byline now, I'm kicking him straight out for a goal kick. Scotty Davis has to do better with all, he made a great save early on as well to deny them one in the top corner. And he's yeah. just nowhere for the goals. Especially the fourth, oh, the defending for the first, well, defending for all of them is a, is a joke. It's a disgrace. In four years under Mickey, I never saw a performance like that once. Never saw a performance like that. And you can argue that we were in the conference for two of them years, but it's irrelevant. Because in League Two, when he was there, I never saw a performance like that. Even in League One, I never truly, even when, like when we got spanked by Sunderland 5-0, you know, <clears throat> it was Sunderland for, you know, not that that makes it any better. This is Crawley. What the fuck are we doing? Getting beat 4 0 by them. It's a disgrace, that performance. And I've been firmly in the camp of, you know, let's let's try and keep calm. You know, get let's get to 10 games. I've said openly, let's, we'll get to 10 games and see where we are. We're now at nine games. Yeah. I've, I've not seen anything other than 
maybe <clears throat> two games. I'd say the Cambridge performance away, and then the Salford performance with you know against all the odds. Yeah. That's two games out of nine in the league that have shown me. You know, even the Scunthorpe win, we didn't play that well. It was you know all right, and they've seen that they're a basket case club. And then Saturday, you know, quite rightly, a lot of us were like, "Let's not get carried away. We didn't play well here. We, we, we won, but it was not a good performance." Tonight mm-hmm. was we, you know, that was coming. And most of us said that after Saturday that look, when we played a team who was better than South End, we're going to get fucking spanked. We still, I think we had. Shots, shots on target tonight. Did we have a single shot on target? We had a couple of shots. Wide, shots wide flying over the bar. Just no conviction. Blacker Taylor comes on for 20 minutes. What was the fucking point of that? Putting him on. He came on. Like I've never seen someone come on and look so like disinterested. And, what, and I don't blame him. He must have come on and gone, why are you bringing me back from your return? 20 minutes to go with 3-0 down. It's pointless. We look, we look so off the pace. Every other team is quicker fitter, they fizz the ball around. You can see other teams. You could see them tonight, they were playing little triangles, passing the ball. Yeah. What was our game plan? Lump it up. Fucking James Vaughan and Sam Smith to get their head on. It's pointless. <clears throat> feel sorry for Smith coming here. What's he supposed to be doing? He hasn't had a fucking chance yet in you know three games. He's yeah. walking to this team. For me, the, the issue still lies. I know all over the pitch it was poor tonight. And again, he makes a sub after half an hour. Get your fucking starting 11 right, Jackson. Um... Central midfield for me is still a massive problem. This young, I like him. He looks a good player. Jay Spearden's gone back to the player who, who was diabolical at the start of the, the season. Start of the season. Just slow, off the pace, doesn't offer anything at all. This, you know, young offers ten times more than him. Banks has been. It seems every time someone like gets dropped, like Banks didn't play well on the weekend. He gets bombed out. Otis Calm just bombed out again. Like he. He's got no idea what his best eleven is. We can keep going on about players being out injured, but you know, realistically, the only people still out now is Ferrier and now Payne. So the problem lies in centre midfield. We need Lewis back, and I think is he back on Saturday? Is that three games? Yeah, I think so. It is three games, isn't it? Yeah, late yeah. in Orient, late in Orient, South End, and today yeah. he's got he's got to walk straight back into that team. For me, Jace Bearing gets dropped. If you're playing two in the middle, it has to be Young and Lewis. But it's as simple as that for me. And you know, banks on the bench, spearing on the bench. But just, I'm honestly, Paul. I'm so. I'm, most people probably the same as me. I'm so angry about watching that. Like, it's what was that performance in four years under Mickey? We never saw that. Do you know what? Even under Brabin, I don't think we ever saw that bad a performance. There was a the time we got beat four one by Woking. That is bad. And obviously, the Welling games, this you know, the infamous lowest of the low. But in terms of a ninety minute performance, offering nothing, that's up there with. Some of the Rob Edwards results, isn't it? And it's just we've got a good squad here. We should not be getting beat fucking four 0 by Crawley Town. No disrespect to them; they thoroughly deserved it, and it should have been more. If we'd have lost that six or seven nil, you know, I'd have had no qualms about that. I was mm. thinking at one point, could this be another Ajax thirteen nil? Because it was just wasn't it, Paul? It was just you know, I could talk all night about how annoyed I am and how shite that was. But what are your thoughts? I think you've kind of summed it up, really. I think, yeah. like, all the other teams we've played seem to have, you know, a plan that you can sort of see what's, you know, what they're trying to do. I don't see anything for us. I mean, it's just sort of chop and change, obviously, with the injuries and the COVID and stuff like that. But I don't see any real sort of direction as to what we're, we're trying to do. And the fact that we're continually having zero shots on target in... I mean, that should never happen all season long. You should have at least a shot on target in every game. 
And I pathetic. think that's about three or four games we've not even had a shot on target. It's pathetic. It is pathetic. You just, you just think, <clears throat> you know, if they've got a game plan, which is kind of questionable from what we're we're seeing from the from the pitches, it ain't working. It <laughs> quite clearly is not working. What is we're not getting I... any any decent deliveries into the box? We're not oh. having any shots. Um, you know the the. the the midfield, as you say, weak. I'd argue that, I mean, I know everyone goes on, like, let play two, two up front, but I think you do need that extra man in midfield. Makes a makes a big difference. And those those two in the midfield today were just totally, you know, it was... Um, we seem to be getting many overrun. Many games, boys, it? Yeah, don't we? we just get overrun up too even easy the with we, the two in the winning. midfield. Yeah, it seems to be, other than, like, the Cambridge game, really, and maybe the Sulphur game. Excuse me. We seem to be just be getting overran in midfield and all over the pitch. Like every time one lot plays gets the ball, even in a promising position, they've got two men on them, and you know they're constantly like rushing. No one, same as on Saturday, when I said no one want, like seems to want to get the ball and turn and run at the opposition and t- and get in behind. Where, like yeah. have we have we gotten behind a single team once this season? That was a whole game with Norwood was getting like teams hate it getting in behind. Look how that their their first two goals they got in behind us, yeah. and they were clinical, and just oh I honestly I I don't want to I hate advocating for someone to lose the job especially in times like this especially a guy like Jacko who has been with us through thick and thin through the last four years you know the greatest time we've had in the last thirty years the last couple of years but all I'm seeing in the first nine league games and the cup games, I'm seeing a guy who, what is his plan? Because we've got a good squad. The recruitment's been decent for once. It just saddens me. I look and just think, how can he not get that squad playing some football? What is the plan? Yeah. What, what you is mentioned the plan? That, you mentioned on Saturday that like he continually makes changes after 20 minutes. And you, you just got a question, like what is going on in the preparation to think what, all of a sudden, you know, his, his plans, if there is a plan, it goes out the window. We've got to change things, you know, 20, 30 minutes into a game. I mean, by by that time, we were 3-0 down. <laughs> I mean, What's it's the point? too late then. It's, it's, you've got to think. I mean, I know there was, uh, you know, redundancies made over the uh, over the summer and stuff because of, uh, of the COVID and the furlough and all that kind of stuff and... I'm not sure what the situation is in terms of sort of analysis and all that kind of stuff, but it just seems to me that like we've got no idea what the opposition are going to be doing. And we're having to counter their sort of game plan is 20, 30 minutes in, and we did it tonight. Uh, I mean, it didn't work, but the, the fact is we were doing it 3-0 down. And you, <laughs> if you've got an absolute mountain to climb, we should be on top of all this before the kickoff. Um, it's just not good enough, really. It's, uh, it's not, is it? Like, like you, like like you. I'm a little bit speechless because it's just, it's just annoying now. Can you yeah. imagine it, like Paul? Me, like I could talk for fucking England about anything forever, and you, whose name is literally Paul Big Mouth Harper. <laughs> are, we are both speechless. It's astounding. If Jake wasn't in prison, I'm sure he'd be on us now. <laughs> He's speechless because he, you know no one smuggled a phone in for him this week. No. Um, it's just, you know, I'll think of, I've just thought of another positive because I've just seen Fletch tweeted, tweeted me. Um, I thought Sid Nelson did okay when he came on. 
and I don't know about anyone else. I like Sid Nelson. Yeah. I think he had a couple of poor games last year when we were just diabolical, and he got he had to play games at right back. He's not a right back, and then he came into a team low on confidence with Manny Monthe playing badly. I like Sid Nelson. He's a no nonsense centre half, and like I think he's been unfairly treated at the club by, you know, I thought Mickey bombed him out last year unfairly. He was a vital. I mean, never forget the performances he put in. Um. In the playoff semi-finals semi-final. and the final, uh, you know, again both against Father's Green and then against Newport, like don't forget that. And I just think, and then, you know, Blacker Taylor getting some minutes, I suppose, is a positive. Um, try to think some other positives. Uh, other po- the main positive I thought was the game was over by half eight, so not too late. Yeah, you know, get the game finished at like twenty past eight. Yeah, we can be um, in bed by nine. Yeah, I I've just had uh, a Freddo. That was nice. Nick Nick <laughs> Roberts bought me a Fredo. That was tasty. Um, had a couple of cold beers. They were decent. Oh, they, so yeah, there's your positives. Nothing directly to do with the game, it would seem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, do, do you want to go through some tweets? Should I start us or do you want to yeah, go through go a few more? Me. Yeah, yeah I've, got, just... I've got them up here, but... <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, it's not... Most of them um, all stem around the manager, if I'm completely honest. But then, yeah, what, what what can we expect? Mm. You know, it's it's, uh, it's pretty- like you like. Obviously, Jacko has been a big part of you know the the Mickey Mellon era for the last sort of four years, and you know, great success, etc. He's never been a manager, and when he was caretaker manager, I don't, I don't think he had a great deal of success, did he? Uh, the no. they got rele- didn't they? they got relegated as well that season, albeit he was only there sort of the second half of the season. I just, I just think he's one of those people. He's a good guy. He's a very good coach on the training ground. I think sometimes you just got to hold your hands up and say, "I'm not I'm a not number manager. one. Yeah, I'm not a number one. I'm a number two. It's a totally different job, quite, isn't it? Quite literally. In, yeah, in the, in the case of uh, tonight's performance, yeah, but, uh, fucking steaming pile of number two. Yeah, but um, I, I like you. I don't. I don't want to be calling for his head or anything like that. But uh, I'm just not seeing any sort of improvements, any sort of upward trajectory. The Same results, here. Results aren't no, going there. no. And if anything, performances. I mean, I, admittedly, I've only watched the last three or four games. But it's really not good, really not good. Um, and when you think that we've we've dropped down a level, and you could argue that we've improved the squad from last year in terms of you know a stronger, I think that's um, fair set of players to choose from. This simply isn't good enough. And well, you know, I'm sure at the start of the season, the minimum target was playoffs. And we're absolutely a million miles off that right now. Well, so, I'm thinking he's got to change. Oh, Normally, the quickest one to change is uh, the man at the top, isn't it? Yeah, sadly, I'm thinking about last time we were, we were at this level, League Two, and we were like nine games in, and it was about this time that we went. I think it was earlier in the season, but you know, we I think it was like the Morecambe game around this time of the year, wasn't it? It was around October time. We went one four three, then we beat Macclesfield at home. And we went like, you know, we got into the top six and there was excitement and we were yeah. playing good football and you could see what we were trying to do. And, you know, we went to Carlisle, beat them up there. And 
you know, we knew that team we had, probably on paper, you know, you'd say man for man, probably a worse team than the squad we've got now. But, you know, we, we were a proper side. Yeah. We knew what we were doing. We're nine games in. It should We should be settled by now. Forget injuries and whatnot and suspensions. The players should all know each other. You know, throwing, like, the fact that we've got lads on loan and throwing them straight in shows, I just don't think, yeah, it's... Again, I don't like people losing the jobs, especially not now. But for me, after that, I would be—I would be making like—I'll—I'll—I'll be—I'll make the bold statement. I would be making a change before Saturday. I really would because I just cannot see. I've not seen, and like you said before, Paul, I've not seen anything to suggest that he's going to turn it round and get us back up towards the end of the table that we want to be getting at. And like, it'll be—you know—he's been brilliant for us as an assistant. Fantastic, the greatest memories, you know. Who knows when the next time we have times like that ever again? And we were lucky that you know we were able to be in the grounds to experience those times over the last couple of years. But like, it's just not working, and it's going to be sad that you know. It, I'd like to think it won't. We can make the change before it's too late, and it has an effect on our whole season. Then his legacy won't be tarnished for me. It'll just be he just wasn't quite cut out to be a number one. But. It's sad times, and I've just got the people have been treating us the, the stats from the game, Paul. Yeah. Now, bizarrely, it says we had more possession than them, but I think that's down to the second half where they just went, ah, fucking, you know, that, let's just go and set. Not even in second game, they were in reverse, weren't they? Just going, and they still scored another goal. So we had 50% well, possession. Yeah, I think the, the main concern there is that they let us off the ball because they yeah, knew um, we weren't going to do anything. Exactly. Really. Well, so. They let us have the ball. They had 48%. We had 52. They had 17 shots. We had five. Okay. They had six on target. How many do we have on target, Paul? Guess. Quick quiz for you. I've seen zero. <laughs> zero shots on target. They had five corners. We had four. And they made 70 fouls. And we had 18. The main stats there is they had 17 shots. And we had five. They had six on target. We had none. It's not acceptable. I'm sorry. It's not with this. If we had a shite team and squad... Like under Edwards, when you know, in defence of Rob Edwards, he had no money, and he had a shambolic squad to work with. This is not a shambolic squad. He's been backed. We've got good players there. We've got, like you say, Paul. We've got players there. If we decide last year in League One, I don't think many people would have been, you know, questioning it. And yet, we're there, looking like an absolute bunch of strangers. We got players who were playing like Player of the Year last year, Kieran Morris. I don't know what happened to him. He's so off the pace. Jay Spearing. I thought he turned it round. He's back to being that player the first few weeks of the season when I said, we've signed a dud, we've signed a guy. I was worried we'd signed. He's not good enough. His legs have gone. You know, I love Peter Clark. Do we need to drop him out the team? Are we playing? Are we sitting too deep because of Jay Spear and Peter Clark being... Jay Spear's not that old, but his legs have gone. Clark's old. We can't play high up the pitch. Yeah. You know, have seen a lot well, of teams now. They play there, high up the pitch. A, there's, there's a big problem straight away. You got We've got no pace at the back. Oh, Monte has has got a bit of pace about him, but that's about it. Um, Four backs aren't quick, but from the looks of it, Rides isn't particularly particularly quick. And up no. front, we've got no pace without Blackett Taylor and without Ferry. But there's no pace up there. So, the, how are you supposed to stretch the game when you've <laughs> you've got two key areas and you're very disadvantaged in those in those areas? I think it's something that um, is going to be severely to our detriment. 
Well, mm-hmm. I'll try and go through a few tweets now, Paul. I should point out that I, I went on, I just logged in, gone onto the This Is Tramia Twitter account, and I tried to like refresh my page, um, and like Twitter froze because we've had that many tweets coming in. Um, yeah, so I'm going to say a gonna... big, big thank you to everyone for taking oh. the time, getting in touch again. Yeah. Albeit <laughs> all, yeah, of, the... all of you are saying the same thing. <laughs> it's, um, I wish it was in different circumstances, but. Yeah. I'm going to have no way of getting through all of them. I'm going to have to skim through. I've seen this one here, and this is from Colin Simpson, who always gets in touch. And he says, please just describe this to your listeners as my expression of what I've just seen. That performance was the vid- visual equivalent to listening to Paul Harper eat his pie halfway through the last pod. <laughs> Jackson is toast. And he accompanied that with a photo of a dog sweeping up his own pile of dog shit. So, again, yeah. Also, extra points for getting that dig in at Paul Harper because you know, I'm always, always, always game for a dig at Paul, yeah. aren't we all? Um, I'll try and again. I'm I'm sorry I'm going to have to miss. I have to miss loads out because we've got that many and we're trying to keep this down to to half an hour because a no one wants to listen to this constant. But if we'd won, yeah, we'll do three hours. Um, but at the minute, it's probably best to keep it down, isn't it? To yeah. as short as possible. And yeah. Tash. We've got a X Files part two of an X Files um, oh. to watch. Yeah, exactly. So that there's the more important thing. Yeah, indeed. If you everyone's I'm absolutely if, beyond that. Yeah. Um, let me go through. Da, 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 da. I've got them up here. I've got a few up here. So let me uh, go on. Let me kick off. Tom Gill. Uh, two up top. One up top. Ten up top. Play any formation you like. We won't create anything when our movement is non-existent and there are only ever backwards passes available. Players are clearly under instruction to play low-risk football, which makes us ridiculously easy to play against. Uh, Creativo design. Something's got to change now. Jacko has been given a decent opportunity. Um, So not happy there. Uh, Dave Byrne is the one that tweeted us the the BBC stats. Halloween horror show arrives early. 4-0 away defeat and not a single shot on target. When was the last time we lost 4-0? Okay, Sunderland was 5, weren't it? So scrap that one. <laughs> yeah, we, we can go one better than tonight. Yeah. Uh, Benjamin Marsh. Uh, players look clueless, which stems from the manager not having a clue, as been shown in all games with his early subs. Zero effort, zero desire to pick up second balls. I wanted Jacko to do well, but we need someone with more experience. Hashtag Vanarama. Yeah, which is not a hashtag you ever want to see. Oh fucking yeah. I, Paul! I remember in the season we got relegated out. Um, is it even the Van? Is it still Vanarama? It is, isn't it? Um, yeah. A mate of mine. I'm not going to name who it is. He's a Liverpool fan, and he would just he'd, he'd leave me voicemails on my phone while in the last like few months of the season, and it'd just be him singing. When my van's off my road, I'm not working. <laughs> like you just sing the song off the old Vanarama advert. Yeah. After every after every crushing defeat we have, with Coyote Odajayo up front, he just I'd, I'd go. I know what's going to be. I listen a little voice note, and I just be well. If your van's off the road, you're not working van. And I was like, fucking, ah, what can you do? Please don't. I like Nick. Nick Roberts said that before. That like he was like, imagine we went down again. I went, don't say that. I mean, that would literally undo all the fun. I'd have to take down all these posters and prints <laughs> on my wall because I'd be like, they don't mean anything anymore because we've just fucked it all up. We can't, surely, I don't want to tempt fate. I'm not even going to say it, Paul, because I don't want to tempt fate. I'm not, let's not even get involved in this tit for tat. Um, 
stuff. Come on, Paul, you, you carry on with the tweets while I um, down this bottle of water. Right. Uh, Stephen Savage, abject mess. Players don't look interested. All like they have a clue what they're meant to be doing. Bypassing the midfield, hoofing it long. Jackson has to go. This is on a par with Adams and Barnes. Utterly shambolic performance. He has to go if we're to salvage the season. Um, so, yeah, not happy. Uh, Nick Flynn, we have the basis of a good side, but they're simply not performing. This cannot go on. I'd say give it to the Morecambe game, then if we if we get a result, you just feel like it's delaying the inevitable in him eventually going, as in, um, obviously, manager Jacko. Uh, Richie Hughes, Jackson needs to go. As it stands, take Spearing with you. <laughs> and the other cast-offs, no one else wants it. <laughs> that we signed last summer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, while we're saying the recruitment was decent, uh, Richie is describing them as all cast-offs. Um, so there we go. Um, Sam Page, where's the fighting spirit, the need for revenge that Jacko and Palios both talked about over the summer? We've got about as much fighting spirit as a chocolate fire guard. Um, yeah. Good album title, but... <laughs> that's about it isn't it yeah uh, Dan Sowey again not someone who always gets in touch yeah uh, scary thing about tonight is that we actually played no worse than the Orient Cheltenham Newport Cambridge Mansfield Salford games and I'd suggest the only reason we have two wins is because we came up against two worst teams in the division nothing has changed from the first game nothing is going to change he has to go now before the season is a complete write off P.S. Anyone seriously suggesting the Cal Lees or Paul Cooker's replacement? I've a cracking bag of magic beans you might be interested in. Yeah, I said that the other day, but yeah. Paul Cook is not going to give up his cushy job on Soccer Saturday and Sky to come here. The Cal Lees, you know, they left, they kept Huddersfield up, they left there. Unless they were just desperate to get back in. But they've already done, you know, they've had one project at Lincoln and proved their worth. Lincoln, by the way, flying top of League One, brilliant, hooray, lovely to see, isn't it? Um, I, I honestly, there'd be no shortage of people applying if if we sacked them. I'm sure of that. But it's about getting the right man, isn't it? I'd I'd love the Carlos or Paul Cook. I'm sure we all would, but I think they'd be crazy to drop down and take over us, considering what they've both achieved. You know, Paul Cook, the miracle he nearly achieved at Wigan, it's, you know, and just it's not going to happen, is it? I don't know. Yeah, well, who was the lad? Apparently, was it Cook's assistant at Wigan was in the running in the summer, and I think he's took yeah, a job somewhere else. He took a, a job as an assistant somewhere else at a bigger club. So, mm. again, I I I don't know what the answer is. I don't think Jackson's the answer. I think we. It's sad, isn't it, that it's pretty unanimous. I said it's rare for a fan base to be, you know, united in. It's like we were so united behind Mickey for those three years. Do you know what I mean? It was, we all felt as one and it, you saw what it did. Unfortunately, at the minute, it's the same thing. We're all united and unanimous, united as one, but it's in the fact that Jacko just, you know, and it's not, this is not, like I've said all season, this is not an overreaction now. This is not a knee-jerk reaction. This is, we've all seen nine league games and we've seen nothing to suggest. One game, I think we played actually well in and that was Cambridge away. Bizarrely against a team who was second, and we looked like a good side. We created chances we should have won. I thought we played well at Salford, and we, pro- you know, probably have deserved to win that in crazy circumstances. But that's two good performances in nine. Harrogate in the League Cup was not a good performance, so make that ten. 
you know, you can count the Liverpool under-23s one if you want. Port Vale away wasn't a good performance in the Cup. He's had 12 games now, competitive games, 12 games, I think, or 11, you know, over 10. And there's just nothing there. This France, you're starting to see the teams who are actually decent at the top of the reach league now. It's not, no longer can you be like, it's a fluke that Newport are at the top and Cambridge are up the top or Red in the top of the championship. Do you know what I mean? Or Link in the top of League One. It's not a fluke now. We're 10 games in almost, you know, decent sides are going to be up the top and poor sides are going to be down the bottom. And at the minute, under the current management, even though we've got a decent squad, we look like a very, very poor side. And if I was, um, manager of Morecambe or player for Morecambe I'd be relishing the chance to come to Pretton Park on Saturday because it'd be like we've got every fucking chance of getting at them and turning them over because they look shocking imagine being a scout tonight you'd be like it's fucking easy <laughs> they've got nothing like they haven't had a fucking shot on goal like it's oh, it's diabolical isn't it it just is so so poor and maybe so maybe this is the plan we're going to lull them into a, into a false when, we gonna, when the does the plan get put into action <laughs> We need to find it first. Jesus. Right, is a is a is a, um, a kind of different point of view because a lot of them are just saying sat the manager. Um Deadly Submarine. Um it's a good website as well, check it out. Yeah. Um, follow me on Twitter. MJ has had to deal with an unprecedented situation at the very beginning of his tenure. For what he's done for the club as a player and assistant manager, I feel he deserves some more time perhaps more than anyone else would be given. Has to improve soon, though. So obviously there's the kind of the undertones, but um, I think he's suggesting to, to kind of get behind the manager, give him a bit more time. As you say, Matt, how long do you, how long do you give him? Like, yeah. if, it, if you give him another five, five, ten games, and things get even worse, <laughs> um, where do you go from there? Your season's all but over um, there'd be no hope of sort of recuperating and trying to climb back up into those top six places which is where we I presume we want to be top seven Paul don't forget top seven we ain't in league one no more son it's uh, it's just very hard to take at the minute isn't it and we've been I know we got relegated last year on points per game but you know we had some good times in league last year in league one especially the run we were on that before it ended, it was like the Tramia we'd known over the last two years, wasn't it? We were on that run, and we all knew that we were a team that comes strong towards the end of the season. And it just feels like it felt in the summer like the end of an era, anyway, didn't it? With like you know the last of like Connor Mickey going, obviously, but then Connor going, and the only two like lads still there. You got Manny, Rydalge, Scotty, and you just. We all. I was. I was hoping so much that Jacko would, would get us going, and we'd be having a real go. Even if we were sat in like ninth or eighth, it's been the overriding thing is the performances have not been good. What is the game plan? What yeah, is our style of play? Well. What is our style of play? I can't. I can't see one. I'd like. I know the journalists can't ask these questions. They get criticised. The journalists a lot for being like, why don't they actually ask questions? And they're like, at all level, they, they can't. You can't burn your bridges because they'll just go, you're not welcome. And I know that it should be a free press, but if you ask a question that you know the person's not going to like, they're not going to, in future, you know, give you that exclusive interview. And, you know, they're not well paid, these journalists. If you're covering Tram yet, yeah, you know, you're doing it because you're probably a supporter of the club, realistically, aren't you? You're not, it's not like you're a big journal working for one of the big papers and you can get away with being, you know, 
asking the questions that people want to ask. I feel bad, but like I just I just can't see how I've been saying that for like all season. Let's see if he can turn it round. And I was confident at the start, but now it's just I've got no confidence in him. I don't think anyone has. It's just depressing. And like I'm not looking forward to the game on Saturday at all. I'm just thinking, you know, what I'm scared for the rest of the season as it stands. Just thinking, you know, we can't scrape wins like we did on Saturday. Can't keep playing like we're playing. Expect to win a single game, not a single shot on target. It's a joke, isn't it, Paul? Yeah, it's not good. Not Maybe good. I'll go to prison with Jake. I'll cheer me up. <laughs> Do you know what I have got? Actually, I've got um, I've got a cryptic footballing clue from uh, my very long um, the, 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 the long time personal friend Nick Roberts. He right, he said it to me, but he gave me the clue incorrectly in typical fashion. So. <laughs> It's a it's a ex I'll give you it's an ex Premier League footballer. Okay, and it's just this the, the clue is just his surname. I'm not gonna give you the answer. If people remind me and I'll tell you what, Paul, I'll give it to you. You've got to remind me to give you the answer on Saturday's post match podcast, okay? <clears throat> so here's the clue, it's a cryptic clue. Ex Premier League player, just the surname. Here's the clue. I wonder if Bill and Hillary's daughter is any good at snogging. Good question. So what you're asking me is, there you go. I wonder if Bill and Hillary's daughter is any good at snogging. Good question. So what you're asking me is, and there's the name. That's what we need. This is Nick Roberts, by the way. If you think it's shit, it's not my fault. I'm just (laughs) passing on his question. I don't have a scooby, but... Bit of a rock busters. I wonder if Bill and Hillary's daughter is any good at snogging. Good question. So what you're asking me is, and that's where we need the name of this ex-Premier League player. Absolutely terrible. Rock, old-style rockbusters clue. Um, but yeah, should we wrap yeah, it up? Paul? Tweet, us in, tweet us in your answers. Yeah, at this, at this is Tram, yeah. At follow that Nick. At Matt Hibbert. If, any, if you think you've got it. God. God help you if you have. <laughs> He's got more like this, trust me. He's been texting me them all week. Terrible. Yeah. Maybe we'll do another one on uh, on Saturday. You know, I mean... It's probably more interesting than talking about the football. <laughs> it cannot get any worse, <laughs> can it? Right then, Paul, shall we um, shall we wrap this up so I can edit it and get it up? And then I think it's your worrying thing is now. I think it's even... Too, as if this night couldn't get any worse. I think it's now too late for us to watch another X-Files because Tash goes to bed before 10 and it's now quarter past nine. 45-minute episode, so I'm going to have to wait another day to watch the part two. I need to know what's going on. Mulder and Scully, what are they up to? Yeah. Season seven? I'd go and watch it now, to be honest. I think she's going to say it's too late, mate. I've got a horrible feeling. Once well, again, you've screwed me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> big mouth harp, isn't it? <laughs> Typical. <Yeah>. Big time. <laughs> big time, big um, mouth I have to say, before we go... Big thank you to the official supporters club yeah. uh, for helping us out, supporting us, sponsoring us, uh, paying for our sort of costs, covering our costs. So big thank you to them. As we keep saying, they've got the retro shirts. Um, so if you're interested in the is it 93, 94, isn't it? Um, yeah. The Rover Sports one that they're currently doing. And I think some of the other ones are in the club shop. Yeah, there's some um, claret and blues. I think there's a couple of blues as well. I think all the white yeah. ones have gone, but um should point out as well, go and vote for the next season's shirt on the official website, is it? Yeah. 
see what yeah you can vote for which home shirt we'll be wearing in, in uh, the national league next year so <laughs> all fun and games straight from indonesia yeah, yeah. fucking was it mills sport yeah i mean I'm, i like the idea of us being able to vote for these shirts like you know have, have something other than the template but like no one's going to want to wear my issue is no one's going to want to wear training gear with mills sport on are they <laughs> sad do you know what i mean yeah, like it sounds no. sad the shirt you can get away with the actual match shirt but like a kid isn't going to want to wear a middle sport like you know to his footy training or... yeah or you're know, like a rain jacket or tracky bottoms so i don't know if there'd be the opportunity to you know i don't know get adidas or nike training gear in and brand that up it just because honestly i wouldn't wear middle sport tracky who would I'll wear a Millsport shirt, especially if like it looks like looks at Rabor found that they do do long sleeve shirts. Bring back fucking long sleeve shirts. Uh, Not on Beth. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um I'll just do a quick fucking pull for my Patreon. You know, I'm sure no one's in the mood for this, but um Yeah. Go on my Twitter at Matt Hibbert on Twitter. At the, at the very top, my pinned tweet is my Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Matt Hibbert. Um three or four pods a week, European football roundup, weekend roundup, all the Premier League, EFL, League One, League Two, non-league, FA Cup action. Um, a to Z of music podcasts are going up there. Got conspiracy podcasts. One pound a week, four pound a month. If you can spare that and you like your podcasts, you like your football, like your other stuff, music podcasts, um, please do subscribe. I've got 56 patrons now. It's not bad, is it? Not bad yeah, at all. Going on. Slowly creep up towards 100. That'd be excellent. And then, yo, know, if someone just get, you know, if I could creep up to 1,000, even better. Um, but that's living in Fantasyland, the same Fantasyland where Tramia aren't, you know, actually good at football again. Um, but yeah, thanks to everyone who is a lot of Tramia fans and people off Twitter who uh, have subscribed. So yeah, thanks to everyone. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Matt Hibbert or at Matt Hibbert on Twitter. And it's my pinned tweet. Um, yeah. So you basically, you can enjoy some football podcasts that aren't about Tramia and getting beat. So, you know, there's that. Can I do a little plug? Please do, Paul. Uh, we're now being at home tomorrow. Um, Wednesday night. So depending on when you're listening to this, 28th of October, we're playing Crew Alex. Oh. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure if Mac is going to be playing. Is it like um, a Cheshire Cup? Cheshire Senior Cup. Um, if anyone's interested. Um, Can we leave this? Alive, but footy. Are you tier then, three uh, as well? Cheshire East is still tier two. Oh, so like, can we leave? So the bar is open. Ah, well, uh, I don't know if anyone saw it. It was um, the FA Cup game that was on last night. St. Albans Town versus... Oh, it was on BT Sport. I think it was St. Albans versus someone else. Yeah. And it was a, a full house of fans. Yeah. Everyone was in there. It was great. It was like a normal game. And everyone was having... There was pints all around the pitch because, you know, I think they're like tier six or something like that. And I was like, oh, my God, it looks amazing. You know, not just everyone's there. Didn't have to wear a mask because it's in you know outdoors. So everyone's there, big crowd, and literally put every single person in the crowd had a pint of beer in their hand. What the fuck's going on in football? Why can't we go to the game? Why can't we go to the game at the minute? Not that I'd want to go on one Saturday at this rate. Actually, do you know what? Blessing in disguise, isn't it? At the minute, it gives me an excuse not to go. Yeah, I think, I think uh, yeah. they're doing us a favour at the minute. But yeah, you can yeah if, you do, if you if you are missing your football fix. Get down to Witten. Yeah, Witten Albion. Yeah, and you can enjoy a pint. So, um, yeah. I have one for me. If you've got, if you've got um, a spare few quid and you want to get your football and see well, uh, Mr. McNulty, he will be there whether he's playing or not. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah. 7.45 just... kickoff at Winchin Park. 
just preface that poll say if you've got a spare few quid after you subscribe to my patreon yeah, then, of course. Then go to Witten Albion. The, 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 just as a start, the patron's really good. Your, your podcasts are really, really good. So it is well worth um, subscribing to, especially if you're just sort of interested in your general football. Um, and obviously the conspiracy guy was uh, interesting. Yeah, he's crazy. But, um, but yeah, um, keep up well, the good thinking... work with that. And, uh, Cheers, I know Paul. you're trying to uh, keep improving it, so yeah. keep up the good work. Well, I'm thinking I'm going to do like a little documentary one this week on the history of like hardcore pornography, and I know that you've got a big interest in that sort of stuff. So, would you mind coming on and giving me a few pointers? Because I yeah. don't know really what to do. I know that you've got like quite a, um, a, back a history in that. Yeah, a back. You've got a great back catalogue, but you've also got like a real historic knowledge of you know all, all the big hitters and stuff. So yeah. that would be a big help. Be my pleasure. Cheers, Paul. Um, go and have a few more beers. Um, indulge in your hobby that we've just discussed there. Um, research purposes for helping me, of course. And um, I'll see you, and I'm sure we'll see everyone else if you know if we can be bothered after what has to be a better performance on Saturday. It can only get better. Things can't get any worse, can it? As D. Ream once said, Paul, things can only get better. Then they, it was lying, weren't it? They disbanded and never released another tune. So they were liars, Paul. Surely, anyway, <laughs> surely, surely, surely. Go on, Paul. I'll let you let you go. Have a few more beers and get to bed. I might have to have a Pacifico now. It's, it's yeah. got to that stage. Enjoy, try and enjoy the rest of your week, Tramia fans. And there, uh, we will see you here back on Saturday. At this is Tramia on Twitter. At Matt Hibbert. At Paul Harper eighty two. Yes. Yeah. Try and enjoy yeah, the rest please. of your week, and we'll see you back here Saturday evening. It can't get any worse, can it? No. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your week.